Hi, you're listening to the BJ Heemong podcast. Although we went virtual this year, the ASH 2020 meeting still provided many insights into the recent research in transplantation. Today, we're joined by two of the leading experts in transplant research, Bruce Levine and Christian Chapinon, who discuss and debate topics including graft failure, graft versus host disease, post-transplant relapse, and cellular therapy updates. Hello, and welcome to the transplant session with Vijay Hemang. I'm Bruce Levine from the University of Pennsylvania. My partner in this discussion is Christian Chabagnon. We're going to be highlighting a number of abstracts that caught our eye at the ASH meeting. At this point, I'll hand it over to Christian to begin the discussions. Well, thank you so much, uh, Bruce, for the uh, introduction. Uh, I'm uh, Christian Chabanon, working in, uh, at Aix-Marseille University in uh, southeastern France and the Institut Polycalmet uh, Comprehensive Cancer Center. And as Bruce mentioned, uh, there were a large number of uh, abstracts and presentations during this first <laughs> virtual edition of the ASH annual meeting, dealing both with uh, uh, what we now call conventional uh, hematopoietic cell transplantation and the uh, new category of cellular therapy medicinal products, uh, many of them being uh, industry manufactured now. Um, starting with the hematopoietic cell uh, transplantation, uh, I selected a small number of abstracts, uh, mostly in relation to allogenic hematopoietic cell transplantation. Uh, allogenic hematopoietic cell transplantation uh, can fail due to uh, post-transplant infections, due to uh, GVHD, or due to uh, tumor relapse, disease relapse. And three abstracts were dealing with the management of chronic graft versus host disease, uh, potentially bringing uh, um, innovative solutions to the treatment of this uh, feared uh, complication of allogenic cell transplantation. So one abstract uh, presented the uh, results of a randomized trial uh, comparing ruxolitinib, uh, which is a JAK inhibitor, with best available therapy in patients with steroid refractory or dependent chronic uh, graft versus host disease. Uh, this was the uh, rich free uh, study. And uh, the study uh, demonstrated superior clinical efficacy uh, of rixolitinib uh, compared to all other options for uh, graft versus host disease. Uh, this was a study presented by uh, Robert Zeiser uh, with uh, many other uh, European uh, co-investigators. Uh, and rixolitinib is likely to uh, become uh, um, an important option or even standard of care for second-line therapy for patients who are affected um, with uh, chronic graft versus host disease. But other agents are in uh, development. Uh, another abstract was uh, testing actually another JAK inhibitor. Uh, the name is baracitinib, again in a refractory chronic uh, graft versus host disease. Uh, phase one, two uh, study 
uh, showing that this new agent is uh, well tolerated and shows some significant efficacy for patients with severe uh, chronic graft versus host disease. What's interesting in this abstract is that most treated patients were uh, actually suffering of chronic graft versus host disease for extended period of times, showing that the agent still retained some efficacy in this uh, setting. Um, slightly different approach, an agent that blocks the uh, CSF1, CSF1 receptor uh, pathway. Uh, CSF1 is an important agent that controls the activity of macrophages that infiltrate tissues during the chronic graft versus OS disease process. And again, uh, a phase one study of an agent uh, uh, named axatilimab, uh, targeting this uh, pathway, CSF1 uh, receptor, again showing uh, both uh, safety and uh, uh, significant clinical efficacy uh, in the context of uh, uh, severe uh, steroid refractory, steroid-dependent uh, chronic graft versus host disease. So no firm conclusion, maybe except for rixolitinib, that is already uh, in use uh, at many programs for uh, a significant period of times, but um, likely uh, new options in the future to treat this complication of, uh, of uh, graft versus host disease following um, allogenic stem cell transplantation. Another complication, uh, again, is uh, relapse. Some patients treated with allogenic hematopoietic stem cell transplantation will either be refractory or relapse within months after transplant. And a phase one uh, trial uh, was reported from my institution in Marseille, demonstrating the feasibility of substituting um, uh, selected and uh, ex vivo activated natural killer cells, donor-derived natural killer cells, to the uh, usual uh, donor lymphocyte infusions uh, that are uh, typically used in this setting either to treat or to prevent relapse following uh, transplantation. And 16 patients were accrued uh, in this trial. Um, NK cells were manufactured at three dose levels. Patients were treated, uh, no safety uh, signal was seen. And as compared to historical controls, this very small cohort of patients uh, fared quite uh, fairly. Uh, obviously, more, uh, more um, trials, more inclusions are needed to uh, confirm uh, efficacy, but this uh, product would qualify as a medicinal product, and that allows me uh, to um, uh, let Bruce continue with this uh, new category of medicinal products that are made of immune effector cells. Yeah, thank you, Christian, uh, and, and let's continue on the theme of GBHD and transplant. And uh, just want to highlight an abstract uh, 354, um, Orchidea Precision T-Reg Engineer Donor Product uh, prevents acute GBHD with less immunosuppression and an early multicenter uh, experience. And this is a study uh, out of Rob Negrin's group at Stanford. And Orchidea is a CD34 selected T-Reg graft, and it was tested in a single center phase two 
in a multi-center phase 1B trial. Uh, 50 uh, data from 50 patients was, provide, uh, was presented. The ORCA-T patients versus standard of care showed earlier neutrophil and platelet engraftment and shorter hospital stay. The acute and chronic GVHD was less with ORCA-T. Uh, the GVHD and relapse-free survival of one year was higher for ORCA-T versus standard of care. And um, coming as I do from a manufacturing background, I just want to highlight that the manufacturing is a 24-hour process, 72-hour vein-to-vein. So when thinking about scaling of this and deploying it to larger numbers, that certainly is a consideration. Next, I'd like to highlight um, four CAR-T abstracts in myeloma, each of them targeting BCMA. Uh, the first is abstract 131. Uh, this is the Bluebird BB2121 idacaptogene viclucil or idacel. And this is the original um, Bluebird uh, product uh, and updated results from the phase one CRB401 study was shown for 62 patients, medium follow-up 14.7 months, medium progression-free survival 8.8 months, overall survival 34.2, overall response rate 75.8, and CR of 38. So uh, looking good there, this was submitted to the FDA. Uh, BLA submitted March 2020. Uh, the PDUFA date uh, for FDA approval is March 27th of this year. Next abstract is 130, uh, which is the new and improved Bluebird product, 21217. And what this is, is uh, the BCMA CAR T cells that are cultured with the PI3 kinase inhibitor. And, and that enriches for T cells displaying a, a memory-like uh, phenotype. This is a dose escalation study. 66% uh, of the patients had cytokine release syndrome of any grade, 24% had neurotoxicity responses seen at all dose levels, median duration of response in 40 patients was 17 months. That was dose dependent. Uh, the next BCMA is from J&J Janssen, uh, licensed from Nanjing Legend, the quarter to one study. Uh, that uh, um, was uh, presented data from 97 patients, and this is a product term Siltacel. And uh, medium follow-up uh, here was 8.8 .8 months cytokine release syndrome in 92 to 95% of the patients. Um, there was a low rate of grade uh, greater than three cytokine release syndrome. Median follow-up of 12.4 months, there's 67% stringent complete response rate, overall response rate of 97% plus. So continuing uh, the outstanding results that we've seen from uh, that group uh, prior. And then the uh, uh, final one I'll, I'll highlight is abstract 133 from CARSGEN and the Mayo Clinic. Uh, this is a study Lumicar, Two, the product is CT053. Prior to ASH, they reported treating 24 subjects with an 
percent overall response rate, 79 percent complete response rate, so quite good. Uh, here they presented uh, data from patients treated in North America with at least eight weeks of assessment and a 94 percent overall response rate. And uh, they say that supports the launch of the phase two study. So my myeloma takeaways are it's a very crowded field. Uh, key will be durability here. Uh, also antigen escape targeting only BCMA. Um, and uh, th there will be at least one and probably two FDA approved products in 2021, I believe. Uh, but in thinking about the durability and antigen escape, I, I think um, we'll see groups uh, continue to explore combining with gamma secretase inhibitors to upregulate BCMA, additional targets such as CD19 or SLAMF7, also known as CD319. In leukemia, I just highlight one abstract that's 160, the ALCAR19 from Autolis, the Auto1 trial. This is the fast off rate trial. 16 of 19 patients achieved minimal residual disease complete response. Uh, and uh, this is a uh, 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 product, uh, this is uh, event-free survival at six months with 62% and 76% for those whose products were manufactured using a, a closed process. Um, and then in lymphoma, abstract 405 is the Kike Gilead Zuma 12 study showed an 85% overall response rate, 74% CR in 27 patients. Abstract 600, another autoless uh, study. This is a dual-targeted CAR, CD1922 Auto3, and showing good results here. Overall response rate of 65%, complete response of 51%. A couple days ago, we and uh, one other point about this product, it was combining checkpoint inhibitor uh, Pembro, uh, so just recently, Autolist announced that they're looking to partner out this dual-targeted car uh, to focus on their other uh, products. Uh, and then uh, finally, in lymphoma abstract 118, Lisa Captagene Marilusol from Juno BMS overall response rate 84 to 88%. And that's a mantle cell lymphoma that will be a competitor to Kites and to Caritas. And then uh, finally, I just want to highlight not a CAR uh, study, but a T-cell receptor preclinical study from Intellia that uh, I thought was interesting because this is um, a, a targeted insertion of a high avidity WT1 uh, T-cell receptor. Uh, and they're showing preclinical efficacy in models of AML and ALL. They're knocking out the T-cell receptor alpha and beta genes and inserting this transgenic T-cell receptor into the track locus. Uh, and what was really striking is they're able to achieve multiple sequential gene edits in primary human T-cells with up to 99% efficiency and insertion of the transgenic T-cell receptor at 55 to 80% efficiency. Uh, so that, that uh, was... Uh, uh, really interesting. So a lot more to talk about. Uh, we do have a limited time, though, and I want to turn it back to Christian 
just to close out. And Christian, you have a, a meeting uh, that you'd like to share with everyone. Yeah, absolutely, Bruce. Uh, thank you. Before I mention the uh, upcoming uh, European uh, jointly sponsored by EA and EBMT CARTI meetings, the third edition that uh, will be fully virtual, I would just like to stress again that uh, what was absolutely obvious during this uh, uh, 62nd ASH annual meeting was the uh, rapid growth in numbers and in diversity around the development of, uh, of uh, cellular therapies. You rightly mentioned that in the field of multiple myeloma, for example, uh, the uh, important point to observe is durability of the uh, responses. And there were uh, several uh, approaches that were uh, um, shown uh, at ASH, uh, such as the one by a, a Chinese uh, company uh, that uh, develops a dual BCMA and CD19 uh, CAR T cell therapy with a very fast manufacturing process. One day that's abstract 178. Uh, the uh, medicinal product is developed by Grassell Biotechnologies in Shanghai, and they showed both feasibility, safety, and preliminary evidence of uh, efficacy for this new medicinal product. And very similarly, there was a, a poster presentations 1402 uh, showing the uh, feasibility of developing a multi-specific off-the-shelf car NK cell therapy uh, engineered uh, for uh, improved persistence uh, and improved clinical efficacy again in multiple myeloma. Uh, this is an approach developed by Faith Therapeutics in San Diego, and one patient has been uh, treated so far. You can find more on the preclinical uh, uh, evidence of uh, biological activity for this new agent. Uh, that said, again, um, because the field is expanding so fast with uh, um, a huge investment from the uh, biotechnology and pharmaceutical companies. Uh, we will hold the third uh, uh, European CAR T-cell meetings, as already mentioned, jointly sponsored by the EBMT and EHA, the European Hematology Associations, early February uh, 2021. Uh, and once again, we will have uh, keynote uh, lecturers from around the world. Um, um, showcasing the uh, European clinical and pre-clinical uh, activity, uh, trying to uh, first develop uh, this new field, attract uh, young talents. And we will also devote a significant fraction of the presentations at the next EBMT annual meeting in March, virtual again, unfortunately, because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, but we will devote a significant fraction of the EBMT annual meeting to the top of immune effector cells and other gene therapies to treat neoplastic and non-neoplastic diseases. Bruce. Yeah, the rapid manufacturing was interesting and, and um, I'm glad you highlighted the FATE abstract. I, I think we're going to see more and more IPSC, uh, CAR-T, CAR-NK development and, and uh, uh, look for that next year or this year, I should say, uh, at uh, ASH December 2021. And 
Also, um, I'd like to highlight the International Society for Cell and Gene Therapy meeting. That will be May 26th to 28th. Uh, it will be uh, virtual again. Uh, we had a fantastic uh, platform that was uh, very engaging. Uh, abstract deadline is January 25th, all aspects of cell and gene therapy. Uh, research, clinical, translational, commercialization, regulatory, quality, uh, ethics. Um, take a look at iscet2021.com for more information. And uh, Christian, it was a great conversation. Uh, uh, glad to be with you today. Yeah, glad to be with you too. And I uh, uh, hope that uh, everything goes well, stay safe healthy, politically safe, and um, see you soon. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening. To keep up to date with the latest Hemonc news, including cutting-edge content straight from Ash 2020, visit vjhemonc.com. Follow us on Twitter at vjhemonc to join in the conversation.